this by my own hand. For my true son saw my hand within his own, and with it he tore away the sea and the land. He tore away the day and the night. He tore away the heavens themselves. All this he did to save the innocent from the armies of death. But the armies were not the real evil. And as my hand dispelled the order it had wrought for countless millennia, suddenly my son, my true son, knew all of this and wept. For now he could see the face of darkness for the first time. The face was his own. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Doctor Who, starring Damaris Mannering as Ida Scott, Stephen Kilcullen as Tiresias, featuring April Sadowski as Marin, and Stefania Lintonbin as Ohika. Episode 2, The Unraveling, Part 1, The Breach, by Stephen J. Cohen. Ship's Log. Tortured Archive Research Vessel Argo. Ida Scott recording. It has been 23 days since we last made Planetfall. We? Shut up, Teresius. Since I last made Planetfall. Better. After lengthy discussion with my ship's computer, I have decided to acknowledge our current slight deviation from my official flight plan in the log. Slight deviation? Look, Teresius, how many times do I have to say that you were right? Please just let me get this over with so I can get back to work. Do continue. I have decided to acknowledge the deviation from my official flight plan. Analysis of the anomaly has had us adjust our heading toward... Teresius, get me that heading? On screen. Right. Adjust our heading toward 10-0-11-0-0 by 09 from Galactic Zero Center. In five hours' time, this heading will have us cross out of secured space. Hopefully the Sontarans and Rutans will respect the tortured archive ID we are broadcasting and leave us alone. My apologies, Ida. It's okay, Teresius. You are entitled to your opinions. And, so you know, at times I do find them extremely helpful. Well, thank you, Ida. I'm just not used to working with a full-on ORAC system like you. I'm used to computers being, well, computers. It is understandable. A Type 40 orally activated Oracle metacomputation system must seem eons ahead of the primitive computers you worked with at Sanctuary Base 6. Your modesty is underwhelming, Teresius. But yes, everything about SB6 feels like it happened eons ago. I have studied the data that Mission Commander Flane submitted to the Torchwood Information Matrix. Fascinating. A planet generating a field that allowed it to sit safely within a black hole's event horizon. The sheer amount of energy generated alone was astounding. 
but the elegance of the mathematics that enabled the gravity dispersion field was truly inspired. Yes, it was. Ida? Yes? I am sorry about your loss. Were you very close to them? Yes, I was. Ida, is there anything that I can do? Hmm? Oh, no, but thank you, Teresius. I was just remembering. Remembering what, Ida? The last thing that the doctor said. Doctor, doctor, what did you find down there? That creature. What was it? I don't know. Never did decipher that writing. But that's good. Yeah, I know everything. Might as well stop. Right, onwards, upwards, Ida. See you again, maybe. I hope so. Hang on, though, Doctor. You never really said. You two. Who are you? Oh. Stuff of legend. What, Doctor? The Travellers. The ones that arrived at the base not long before Scooty died. No travellers and no doctors are mentioned in the logs. But that's impossible. I was there when Zack recorded the log. We all were, including the doctor and Rose. No mentions of anyone named Rose are in the log either. How can that be? During my studies of the information matrix, I have come across small holes in the data. These gaps are covered so well that normal computing systems seem incapable of detecting them. But I am a metacognitive system. When I come across these anomalies, I can tell that something is missing, but I cannot identify what it could be. Like when a person thinks they've seen something out of the corner of their eye. Exactly. The missing data seems peripheral. <laughs> Ida, may I ask you a question? What is it? Were you planning on taking a rest cycle before we crossed the boundary? Yes, I was. Why? I would like permission to scan your dreamscape. You can do that? Brainwaves transmit data. And I am a metacognitive data processing system. I would like to compare your memories of SB6 to the official log, if that is all right with you. Okay, Theresius, you have my permission. Matron? No, my dear. You mean mother. What's wrong, child? The visions. They're back. So much fear. So much death. Come, my dear. 
Take my hand. Let us sit in the garden, among the living flowers. I must rest my weary bones. Mother, you've gotten so frail. Time and age, my dear. Time and age. Why haven't you taken the elixir of life? You're long past due. Now is not the time for that which troubles me. We are here to talk about that which troubles you. Tell me about the vision. I saw a boy, a child, no more than eight or nine. He was made to stand before a... I'm not sure what it was. He gazed into it like a mirror. But the things he saw... A vision within a vision. He was terrified. He saw the future. Daleks. So many other things. But always back to Daleks. And death. That boy's spirit. It's here. With you. Yes, it is. Do you know who he is, Mother? Or where? With this one. Where is not so much the question as when. A time, Lord? Alive? For a long time. He believed himself the very last of his kind. And now, even after absolute proof that he was wrong, he still refuses to see. Stubborn, this one. In all of his regenerations. So very stubborn. You know him? He is called the Doctor. It must be easily six or seven regenerations since he set foot here on Khan. The last time he was here was when your grandmother, for whom you are named, sacrificed herself to the sacred flame. I see. You say you saw him as a boy? Yes, he was completely terrified. I could feel it in my bones. Yes? Tell me more. I could feel the hand of the prefect upon my back as they walked me toward the altar. It pressed me forward. I could taste the dread upon my tongue. What if I... I... I looked. Very good. Go on, child. I had seen what became of my friend... My brother. Would I go mad as well? No. Those were the fears that I spoke of. To my family. I was afraid. But for another reason. Go on... I knew what I would see when I gazed upon the Eye of Harmony. It didn't matter that I was only a child. I... Rest, Marvin. You have done well, my dear. Mother, I was there. I was... I was... I know. How? How is it possible? The minds of the Time Lords are closed to us. Not to you, Marvin. Omega! Come, you. You were right. Omega? The right hand of Rassilon, father of all Time Lords? The same. Omega was great in his own right, though his memory is doomed to spend all eternity in Rassilon's shadow. Omega could see the workings of the universe itself. But, unlike most of his kind, he could see that which science could not define. The mystery as well. He came to Khan just before what would be his final journey. His sister had shunned life on Gallifrey, 
and become a novice of the sisterhood. One of us? Yes, one of us a long time ago. While he was here, he had a dream. He dreamt of the future. He saw the rise of his own Gallifreyans. He saw them become the Time Lords. He saw their great Panopticon. He saw their successes and their failures. He saw his failure. What do you mean? Omega saw the Time War. And he knew there would be only one way to stop such carnage. To destroy what he was about to create. To destroy the pinnacle of his life's work. To destroy the Eye of Harmony. He called the Time Lord, who would do this, his one true son. The Doctor? It seems so. And it seems that you are to be the vehicle of his salvation. Good morning, Duresius. Current time is 22.37, according to the New Earth, New Greenwich subspace beacon. It is not morning. Now you're sounding much more like a computer. I'm sorry, Ida. The data that I glean by scanning your dreamscape points to something very disturbing in the data matrix. What is it? The Doctor cannot exist. What do you mean, cannot exist? I saw him. I spoke with him. You misunderstand me. I believe you. After thorough analysis of your dreamscape and brainwave patterns, I know that you actually met the Doctor. He was not a dream. He was not an illusion. And he was not a hallucination. I believe you. The Torchwood Information Matrix does not. It actually refuses to believe you. How is that possible? Something about the Doctor trips a hidden subroutine deep within the fabric of the Matrix. References to the Doctor are removed from the data, and the rest of the facts are woven together into a pattern that seems real to normal computing systems. Can you figure anything out by examining the holes in the data? The Doctor is a time traveler. How do you know? Holes matching this description go back to the earliest days of the data matrix. Earth, year 2007, Torchwood 3, Cardiff. Toshiko Sato combined the data core that was recovered from the remains of Torchwood 1 after the Battle of Canary Wharf with the pre-digital archive kept at Torchwood 2. This was achieved by adapting a captured Movellan data interpolation device. So, are these holes part of the Matrix's design, or are they an introduced virus? Impossible to tell. The functions are so deep... Hang on. Who's hailing us? Communication identified as a distress signal. Draconian. Markings identified as Imperial Emissary Ship Tarangtha. Draconians? Now they are a long way from home. Tarangtha, this is Argo. Can we be of any assistance? Tarangtha, do you read? This is Argo. Is there... Argo, this is Tarangtha. Please confirm our current coordinates. Our navigation computer appears to be damaged. 
Transmitting coordinates. According to my scanners, Tarantha, a lot more than just your navigation systems appears to be damaged. What happened? We were on a diplomatic mission to Androzoni Mel. What happened? Tarantha, are you there? Another ship has just entered sensor range. It is emitting a highly charged energy field that is causing the Tarantha systems to shut down. Oh my god, it's enormous! Vessel's mass computed at 1.8 times 10 to the 27th power kilograms. There are planets smaller than that! We are caught in the gravitational pull of the unknown vessel. It's going to pull the ship apart! Ida? Can you hear me? Ida? Emergency procedure Alpha 1 Theta 9 active. Scanning ship for human habitable zones. Engaging transmat system. Good luck, Ida Scott. Please be alive. Don't let me be too late. Oh, where am I? Don't really know. I only just got here myself. You're not draconian. Where are the draconians? Where is the doctor? What? Is he close by? Where is his TARDIS? I must see him! The doctor? I don't know. I don't... Oi! Who's in here? Quiet now. Don't move. Sam, where? Your transmat beam showed up on the scanners. Come on! Don't make this take all day! Right then! There ain't nothing in here to speak of. No one on board would care if I shot things up a bit. All they want... ...is you! God. No. What have you done? Oh, God, no. Doctor Who. Unraveling. Part 1. The Breach. By Stephen J. Cohen. Directed and produced by Paul Mannering. Starring Damaris Mannering as Ida Scott. Stephen Kilcullen as Tiresias. April Sadowski as Marin, Stefania Lintonban as Ohika, Doug Manlin as Chakras, Stevie K. Farnaby as The Crewman, featuring Mark Kalita as Omega. Additional music composed by Rob Heifel and Seraphic Panoply. Broken Sea Audio Productions has released this podcast under a Creative Commons license. For details, please visit www.brokensea.com slash Doctor Who. 
Original work, including the script, music and effects featured in this production are the properties of their creators and were used with permission for this production. Doctor Who and most related concepts and characters are the property of the British Broadcasting Corporation. Other related characters and concepts are the property of Terry Nation. No copyright infringement is intended.